Good morning, Contrarians. It is Thursday morning, April 21st, around 6.30 a.m., and stock futures are rising this morning, a day after posting decidedly mixed results. We had tech sell off yesterday with the NASDAQ down over 1%, while Dow Industrials gained about 7 tenths of 1%, and the S&P 500 was flat. Now, this morning... As of this hour, we have tech bouncing from this. The NASDAQ is now up over 1%, so recapturing those that sell-off from yesterday. And the other indexes are up a little less. Among individual stocks, we have Tesla rallying quite a bit, up 7%. This after posting impressive quarterly results yesterday after the close. Airlines are rallying. United Airlines is up about 8% after they posted um, results yesterday. The results actually fell short of estimates, but their quarterly guidance was apparently the best on record. So that's up 8%. And American Airlines is following here up 5%. American is due to report this morning. More on that in the bottom line. Um, on the other side of the ledger here, Vornado, the real estate company, is down 5%. Not sure why. Bonds are selling off a bit. We have the yield on the two-year up four basis points to 2.61%. And the 10-year yield is up to 2.87. That's up about three basis points. Yields move inversely to prices. Commodities are not doing very much at all. That's been the story of this week, curiously. WTI crude is sitting at around $103 a barrel, up less than 1%. Cryptos are also quiet. Bitcoin is up 1% to trade around 42000 So a couple of economic data releases to tell you about today. The Philly Fed produces its April Manufacturing Index and an accompanying survey. That is out at 830 And there's a number here that economists expect to print at 21. Basically anything over zero, any positive number is economic expansion. But what's more important than the actual number is the survey here and what respondents say. Now, this is a manufacturing survey, and manufacturing is not the engine of economic growth that it once was in the U.S. But having said that, it is increasing in prominence here as companies reshore their manufacturing facilities from China, many of them. This is a trend that's been going on for a while, but so one could expect that manufacturing to gain on importance here. And but even so, it is still uh, something. It's I, I think I saw somewhere around forty percent of the economy in the U.S. is manufacturing still, versus sixty percent services. So it's still something, and that is uh, something to watch here, especially when it comes to inflationary pressures and what respondents say in the survey about that. Uh, then we have a speech by Fed Chair Jerome Powell at the IMF conference. That's at 1 p.m. this afternoon. Fed officials have been banging the drum here on hawkish tone, on their hawkishness, threatening rate hikes and talking about how uh, there's going to be increases of more than a quarter of 1% at the next meeting. And the latest here was St. Louis Fed President James Bullard. Earlier this week, he said that there could actually be a 75 basis point hike, so 0.75%. That'll be triple what they did at the last meeting, and that this could be an option if inflation proves to be uh, sticky. Uh, but this is uh, this is talk, and our latest podcast guest, Ed Olenow of 
Weiss multi-strategy advisors, he says that this is just jawboning by the Fed. And consider this your reminder to go listen to that podcast if you haven't already. It posted yesterday afternoon, and Edward has a bunch of really interesting things to say. He is surprisingly bullish on the economy and even on stocks. So check that out. Finally, today, seeing how it's Thursday, we have initial jobless claims also out at 8.30. Economists expect 180,000 new claims. That's basically the same, a little down, down a little from the 185,000 that we saw last week. Post-pandemic low here is 166,000 set a fortnight ago. I really just wanted to say that so I could say the word fortnight. It means two weeks, by the way, in addition to being that computer game, I guess. Anyway, earnings today, another busy day of earnings. Dow, this is the chemical company, they just beat on top and bottom line estimates. AT&T is imminent. American Airlines, I mentioned, they should be up uh, around 7 a.m., I believe. And then later this morning, we'll hear from Philip Morris, Tractor Supply Company, and Blackstone. Now, let me go and check here the wire and see if there have been any reports since I started speaking. And I don't see anything. Xerox missed on EPS, but beat on revenues. Oh, here we go. AT&T beat on estimates but missed on revenues. And let's see what they say here. Um, nothing. Okay. HBO Max and HBO subscribers are up, are up 13 million year over year. Well, that's a big contrast to Netflix. Anyway, that's AT&T. Um, so we'll see how, how that reacts. But then after the close this afternoon at 4 o'clock, we'll get Las Vegas Sands, Snap, Boston Beer Co., and I believe Freeport McMoran all after the close. The bottom line. So it looks like there is a divergence underway here between companies who have inelastic products or can take advantage of what economists refer to the inelasticity of demand. And basically what this means is they have, they sell goods or I guess even services that consumers need and cannot avoid paying more for. So companies that do that and that beat on earnings will be rewarded by investors by having their stock prices bid up. We saw a couple of examples of this yesterday. Procter & Gamble maybe is the best one. They reported yesterday morning. Beat estimates, that stock is up. So, But then on the other side of that, companies in crowded markets hawking discretionary goods or services and whose earnings do not meet analyst estimates are punished. Case in point, Netflix. At least this is the narrative. There are some gaps here in this narrative. For one, Tesla. This is a company that has these very expensive electronic vehicles, electric vehicles. One would think that <clears throat> these do not quite meet the inelasticity of demand test. Nevertheless, they are selling these in droves and that stock is being bid up. Travel, travel, one would think, is the ultimate discretionary purchase for consumers, but yet United Airlines had very positive guidance yesterday and is up, as we mentioned, and then other airlines, Alaska Airlines, by the way, just beat this morning as well, and they're up. So there's that. It will be interesting to see today how Jerome Powell is able to shift the narrative, if at all, back to the Fed amid all this earnings stuff. 
he has usually in the past at least couple months been the voice of dovishness here. This has happened a couple times or at least once recently where you had other Fed officials kind of talking up rate hikes and more draconian rate hikes and all this stuff. And then he comes in and says, well, and that's just what they're saying. Maybe it's not going to be that bad. And so if that holds true and he comes out again with a dovish, dovish speech today or something that's dovish compared to what his honchos have been saying, then one could expect to be there to be a rally. Um, of course, earnings do hold the key here. And where that all leaves tech is an open question. The numbers don't lie, though. Most tech stocks are off about 50% or more from their all-time highs. So do your own research. Make your own decisions. Thank you for listening to the podcast. This one is free this morning for everybody. And so hopefully you enjoy it. And please do subscribe if you are so obliged. If you have any thoughts or feedback about this production, you can send it to me over email by sending it to contrarianpod at gmail.com or other ways of getting in touch will have been sent to you when you signed up. That's what we got today. Thank you for listening. Look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye.